think there are several aspects to it. On the one hand, I don't think it is surprising because we've seen actions of this type, both in terms of personnel, financial assistance, that Pacific Island countries offer to each other at times of natural disaster. So we saw it after Cyclone Pam in Vanuatu, for example. Fiji sent personnel and Papua New Guinea made donations. So it's not surprising to see Pacific Islanders and Pacific Island countries wanting to reach out and offer their support at this time. I think, obviously, the fact that they are doing it in relation to Australia, not a country that we would normally associate with needing or requesting or being a beneficiary in this sort of situation, is possibly something a little bit different. But we have seen it previously, for example, in relation to the Queensland floods, but on a smaller scale. Do you see what is happening here as being entirely as a reaction to the scale of the disaster, or is it partially at least linked to the step-up? and perhaps a suggestion that relationships between Australia and the Pacific Islands are better than maybe we thought? I think definitely the scale of the disaster plays a very important part, as does the amount of media coverage that there's been. And obviously there have been images and stories shared across social media and in the mainstream media. So that's obviously playing a part. But I think what it really tells us, and I don't know that it necessarily relates to the step up as such, I think it actually speaks to something a lot more longstanding and deeply felt, which is the value that is placed on the relationship with Australia by Pacific Islanders and Pacific Island countries. And that predates the step up. And whilst the step up may have highlighted it for people in Australia in terms of relationships with the Pacific. There was never any need in the Pacific to remind Pacific Islanders of the importance of that relationship. That's something that they have a very clear view on, even if there are aspects of that relationship that they would like to see improved. There's no questioning the deeply held value that the Pacific Islanders place on those relationships. And if we look at the amounts of money that are involved here, around about 230,000 Australian dollars from Vanuatu, around about 50,000, I believe, from Bougainville, relatively small amounts of money, but in the context of the countries that are prepared to donate, these are big sums. They are big sums, but I really think that the issue here is not about the amount of money. I think that what really we need to be looking at is the fact that Pacific Island governments and Pacific Island businesses are wanting to be involved in this response speaks to something that has been said in the Pacific for a long time, which is we want this relationship to be one of equals. We have something to offer And we don't always want to be cast in the role of Australia gives and we take. And this is really an opportunity for, as people are saying, it's an opportunity to give back. So whether it's a small amount of money or a large amount of money, it's really about recognising that within the context of these very longstanding and complex and deeply woven relationships, when one member of the group, when one part of the family is suffering, we all rally round and give from what whatever we can, whether that's small or big. And you mentioned that as well as government, uh, private enterprise is getting involved as well. I mean, there are examples uh, in Fiji and also in Vanuatu. I mean, can you give us a flavour of the sort of things that are happening? Well, in Fiji, we've seen certainly, I think the most prominent one that I've seen on social media over the last day or so is a coffee shop business that's basically said they're going to donate takings to an appeal. And I've also seen more recently this morning looking other people within the private sector in Fiji looking to how they can work together to make a donation to 
supporting the recovery or supporting the uh, response to the bushfires. And in Vanuatu, within the tourism industry, starting with a resort owner on Tana, looking at how they can make free holidays available for fundraising events that can raise money to support the response. So, you know, it's it's sparking off conversations in all different areas. And, and I guess over and above that, which is something that is certainly very important in the Pacific context, is we've seen lots of references to people saying that they are offering their support in terms of their thoughts and their prayers for people in Australia that have been affected by this disaster. Clearly, though, there is um, what you might describe as the elephant in the room. It's not going to happen yet. It's not going to happen for some time. But there will come a point, won't there, when the Pacific Islands will be saying to Australia, to some degree, we told you so. I don't think that's part of the conversation now. I think people are very much focused on how is this affecting people and and communities and livelihoods and indeed animals. But I think certainly when we get a bit further along and those conversations start coming up, whether it's in the context of Pacific Islands Forum or the next COP meeting, certainly I think within the Pacific there will be an expectation that perhaps Australia's position will be a bit more aligned with the one that they've been putting forward for quite some time. And they would certainly hope that events such as we've seen over the last few weeks would have created perhaps a new and different conversation within the Australian policy community that means that we can expect to hear different things from Australia's leaders. Now, I don't know whether the Pacific's going to be disappointed on that score, but I think it's something that we would expect to see further down the track.